Welcome to this introductory mini episode of the Perfect Perception podcast. I am so excited to be starting this journey and it's one I've been thinking about for like a year and no one told me when I was going to actually jump in and start this that I would be recording the first two minutes of the podcast for like the past two hours. (laughs) But I guess we have to start somewhere and... I guess I just kind of want to start by sharing a little bit about myself. My name is Morgana Marie, and I believe that Perfect, as the podcast is titled Perfect Perception, I believe that Perfect is and should always be interpreted and communicated as a verb. We are all relentless works in progress with endless opportunity to peel that onion of self-perception and uncover the subconscious shadows that have made their way into our neural patterning. One of my big core values is vulnerability. It's always the people in my life that are vulnerable that I feel like I can trust the most and I feel safe being around. And I believe it's through that wholehearted openness and honesty that paves that pathway for us to build connections with and trust with others. Perfect Perception has a fun little backstory in itself and it came about right after I left my former position. I was a teacher for kindergarten through 12th grade talented and gifted students in a district in Iowa. And anyways, that's not part of the story. But as I left, I was brainstorming a company that I could use to publish this manifestation calligraphy journal that I was working on because as soon as I left my former position, this huge wave of like excitement and adrenaline and forward moving progress hit me so I was like I'm just gonna run with it so I'm brainstorming all the time my husband uh at the same time was trying to start up his carpentry business so I was also helping him brainstorm names and we we ping-ponged about having perfect perception for his carpentry business because he takes scrap wood and turns them into beautiful works of art but at the end of the day we decided the tonality of perfect perception maybe didn't quite fit his manly woodworker exterior (laughs) and the ideal of how he wanted to take the first step forward with his business. But it turned into a website. I dabbled in mindset coaching or holistic coaching. Um, And I used it for certain handles on TikTok and Instagram. But ultimately, I was like, this is the name for the podcast. I'm going to do this. This is perfect. Perfect. (laughs) This is wonderful. And let's just run with it. So that's kind of the backstory behind the Perfect Perception title. And it also came alongside the process of a spiritual awakening or midlife crisis, however you want to call it. But I do believe even midlife crisis has some spiritual footing behind it. And that had slowly been unfolding since about 2020, I would say. But it hit a tipping point where I had to take a step back and analyze really how my behaviors and life decisions were not always in alignment with my integral values. My internal journey had been quite literally to perfect my perception (laughs) and find a way back to feeling good about where I find myself in life and the work that I'm doing. In the beginning of my spiritual awakening, it felt like I was in a very turbulent storm and I was inundated with so much information, so much research, 
And a lot of people are saying the same thing in different ways through different fields. And it became so overwhelming. I was just like, please, someone tell me how to feel better so that I can wake up happy. That's all I want. Okay. Can we just do that? Someone please tell me what I need to do to feel better. But I realized that I could go in every single rabbit hole and I could assume I was going to reach the bottom and have this ah, like a light bulb moment. And this, this is the key. This is, this is it. But I don't think that that ever really happens. <laughs> uh, and perfect perception goes into this too. I think we are relentless works in progress, negotiating the terms of our reality based on our perception of all that exists within and outside of us. And perception kind of was my key. I started to realize that the more frequently I saw each and every day for the positives that were happening, that was my day. My day, it's like more positive things happened, but I was just kind of tuning to that frequency, paying attention to the positive things. So those are the things that my brain was making aware to me. And as I familiarized myself with how all of these different fields were kind of saying the same thing, and I started to get grounded in the information, I started to really gain some clarity about how the ongoing research in fields like psychology, neuroplasticity, epigenetics, that the magic that continues to unfold is that as humans, we have the capacity to not only become aware of our unconscious patterns, but also to take action and make changes in our daily lives in order to like overlay a new set of behaviors, new ways of thinking, and new behaviors that support a belief in self, one that works in our favor instead of against us. For many of us, I don't think that this shift or quote unquote waking up is one that is consciously chosen, but one out of necessity. The misalignment of self begins to manifest itself in derogatory, repetitive thoughts, nervous system overload, health concerns, addictions, mental health instabilities, and they'll result in becoming, it becomes like increasingly impossible <laughs> to keep the mask that our current character we have been playing has been wearing to function. What was even more eye-opening is that it hasn't just been one character in the culmination in my life up until now it wasn't just one character or one mask that I would wear there were different masks that I would wear in different environments in order to be accepted and to fit in whether that be with family friends school environments the workplace or just out in society as a whole but cracks began to prevail to the point where I couldn't wear those masks. But the beautiful thing about it is that it allowed grace to pour in. Every internally perceived quote-unquote weakness or negative belief about the self becomes spotlighted. It brings with it the opportunity to become aware of why that internal belief existed and perhaps where that belief pattern originated. There's a sense of inner knowing that pops up from beneath the surface that tells you, hey, you are enough and it's okay to release some of these coping mechanisms, quote unquote masks, some of these coping mechanisms that have always showed up 
partnered with deep-seated shame or a sense of inadequacy about who you are or how you believe people perceive you or what it is that you're actually capable of. In future episodes, I really look forward to digging into some of the topics that I was researching and trying to give them in bite-sized pieces where hopefully you can acquire more clarity than I did as I was trying to navigate five things at once because ultimately these things really did support my journey. Through my research, I've been able to bring clarity for myself on some of the topics that are commonly floating that void between science and spirituality. Uh, things that are often internally understood, but at times hard to empirically record the evidence for. I think there is something deeply rooted in all of us where we long to feel a connection to our purpose here and how to use our gifts to connect with and support others. So please join me next week as I break down the idea of what is thought and how thinking about our thinking can be a perfect first step to acknowledging our current patterns in order to make adjustments where needed. If you resonated with any of this, hang in there. (laughs) You are not alone, and I hope you have a great week.